1979, Mother Teresa won the Nobel Peace Prize. Superman was the box office hit, and while the Bee Gees had the number one song that year with Too Much Heaven, it was Pink Floyd's Comfortably Numb that continues to resonate 43 years later. Not to mention, David Gilmour's guitar solo is legendary. The story has it that with Comfortably Numb, Roger Waters, who was Pink Floyd's singer and bassist at the time, he claimed that a lot of the song stemmed from an event that occurred one night in Philadelphia while they were on tour. A doctor gave him a sedative for a severe stomach ache, which he believed was caused by nerves. That night, despite his hands being numb and having blurred vision during the show, the crowd, having no idea of what was going on, danced and sang merrily. This experience for Roger Waters led to one of the main themes with this release titled The Wall that disconnects between the audience and the band. He and the world around him. That was the longest two hours of my life, he later said in an interview. I can imagine as he looked over the crowd the absolute feeling of loss he must have had, uh, an empty emotional haze as he tried to find some meaning in his isolated existence. The crowd, well, they just sang along at the top of their lungs. Let's be honest, though. It's easy to relate. Inside, you have those days, those weeks, months, even, when you're just numb, empty, not living, but still alive. You look around and see an ocean of people, but feel as if no one sees you. This would be one of many occasions where Roger Waters began to emotionally pull away from everything around him. As I said, who of us can't relate? Try this with me. Close your eyes. Now imagine you're alone in a movie theater, and on the screen, scenes from your life are playing. Almost as if you're watching your own life from a few rows back. You're so detached, you can't emotionally connect with yourself, much less those around you. But it doesn't have to be this way. You can open your eyes, by the way. You don't have to feel like you're the only one in the theater eating stale popcorn watching your story on the silver screen. Your life isn't meant to be lived at a distance. And as catchy as the lyric is, we're not meant to exist in a state of being numb comfortably or uncomfortably. I'm Chad Lawson, and let's calm it down in three, two, one. In the lyrics of the song, there's a conversation between he and the doctor. As the doctor says, can you stand up? I do believe it's working. Good. That'll keep you going through the show. Come on, it's time to go. His imagery is crystal clear. Here's how Roger Waters writes about emotional emptiness so perfectly. He isn't feeling right. The doc gives him something for the pain, and all should be well in the world. A a quick fix. But here's the thing. Happiness is not simply the absence of pain. I'm going to say that again. Happiness is not just the absence 
of pain. Just because the pain is gone doesn't mean you're happy. Falling back on a quick fix like alcohol or a drug or even that relationship, read between the lines here, kids are listening, falling back on any crutch to escape life and its problems, it robs you of who you wake up wanting to be each day. During an interview, Waters said that the album The Wall is an autobiography of the struggles he sought to escape. Not knowing how to deal with these feelings, his sadness, the emptiness, this all caused him to eventually build a wall around himself. It was the only kind of escapism he knew. Adding a brick of loneliness here, a brick of eh, just one more drink over there. These were all coping mechanisms, and that's all he knew. But after time, those small bricks, they turned into giant barriers. And while this all became aware to him one night in Philly, there was another stage, deeper within, that had slowly begun to manifest the scars under the surface, slowly accumulating over time, now coming into view. Losing his father when he was young, traumatic episodes at school when he was a child, various bouts of substance abuse, becoming overwhelmed as a result of his career, all of these things. But this is where Waters took a step backwards in thinking each layer, each event, each brick was an emotional safety mechanism. It wasn't until this wall was built around him that he later professed his isolation. Later in another song on the wall titled Hey You, which is a beautiful song, but it screamed of his begging for help from someone outside the wall, with the lyrics saying, the wall was too high, as you can see. No matter how he tried, he could not break free. So, yes, today obviously we're talking about building walls. So, let's begin the process of breaking free. It's time. No better time than now to begin, right? And even though, really quickly, even though we can start this right now, be patient. This wall, this shield, even, if you will, it's been built over a long period of time. Be patient. First things first. Don't be embarrassed about how you feel. Let go of any shame or self-criticism you may have. This isn't the time or the place for that. Tell you what, close your eyes. Imagine you're carrying a box outside your front door. So you walk into your front door, you open the door, and you take this box and you place it outside. Now imagine yourself closing the door. That box of shame, that box of criticism, it's no longer yours. You no longer possess it. Someone has already come and taken it away from your doorstep. Your numbness was a a way to protect yourself. This wall, this shield, it was a way to protect yourself from pain. You felt like you had no other choice. Shaming or punishing yourself will only make things worse. Let go of the idea that this is your fault. That box is gone. 
breathe. Now this next section for some of you, it may be difficult, and I'm going to be honest, but that's why we're here together. There is a tremendous visual exercise from psychologist Amy Lowe that I'd like to share with you. It's really amazing. All right, here we go. Let's close our eyes. Deep breath. You know, sometimes it's easier to work through things when we name them or when we turn them into an object. So I'd like for you to imagine this wall, this shield that you've built around yourself. Picture it in your mind. What does it look like? What's it made of? Is it stone? Brick? Plastic, maybe? If you were to touch it, this wall, how does it feel? Is it solid? Maybe a little flimsy? Is it cold? Is it warm? Does it breathe? Or is it just kind of inanimate? If this shield or this wall had a voice, what would it say? Is the voice familiar? Is it one that you recognize or perhaps not? What would it say? Imagine getting closer to it, slowly. Taking a deep gentle breath. Standing so close to this wall, this shield, I'd like for you to speak to it. And I'd like for you to repeat this after me. Thank you for all that you have done for me in the past. I would not have been able to make it without you. However, I am now strong enough to stand on my own and I no longer need your help. Thank you, but I'm good today. Eyes still closed. Notice how the wall has softened a little. It's still there, as it will be for a while, but it's beginning to soften. And as you begin to step away, notice how you feel a bit lighter, a bit easier of breath, a little more confident, and even yourself, a little softer too as you feel your heart uh, relax, as you feel your chest relax, your shoulders, in a way that they haven't in a really long time. You can open your eyes now, if you like, or you can just stay right there in that moment. When the time comes, as it will in life, where you think you need this wall, you need this protection, this shield, pause, close your eyes, 
envision the wall, this shield. Remind yourself, hey, I'm strong enough now. I'm working through this. I'm working through this with someone and how life, it's, I don't want to hide behind a wall anymore. I'm not meant to be hiding from the world around me. Your life is not on a movie screen in an empty theater. It's right in front of you. And I have to be honest, I think it's better to live in the present and work through the hurt with someone, knowing that you no longer have to live a life of being numb. For more episodes, concert dates, or to send me some delicious chocolate chip cookies, visit gometdownpodcast.com. This podcast was written and produced by yours truly, Chad Lawson, composer, pianist, and nationally recognized Sweet Tooth. Now, before we part ways, I want to remind you that the views, expressions, and techniques in this episode are of my personal opinion and not intended to serve as a substitute for medical advice or diagnoses rendered to you by your individual doctor or other healthcare provider. Please seek the advice of a licensed physician or therapist for any medical or emotional concerns. I'm not a licensed therapist or a physician, but I am an empath by nature, and I hope this and future podcast episodes can aid your emotional needs. To find a list of licensed professionals in your area, visit commentdownpodcast.com. And if you enjoy this podcast and want to support the time, the person involved, and content you hear each week, please consider pitching in 2 or $3 a month. Your contribution will help keep this podcast ad-free. Visit commentdownpodcast.com, look for the white coffee cup with the heart in the center, or scan the QR code at the bottom of the page. Again, commentdownpodcast.com. Remember, be kind to your mind, and join me next week as we comment down. <laughs>